winning. Back again with another episode. This is episode Please. number two. It's episode number two. Just the drip. Ain't nothing but the thing. We stay dripping. Watch your lip. <laughs> you know I'm bringing the rhyme scheme from the last. Bro, I'll never stop uh, yes. You put How much thought did you put into this week's? Uh, it was about three seconds before <laughs> I said episode two, just the drip. I love it. I love it. Uh, man. So we had, we had a little uh, hiatus. Greg's too busy out, out in these streets. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, look, to be fair. Yeah. We haven't podcasted for about six months because of me. What was it? Is I mean, think fault? about it. Yeah, true. It is your fault. It pretty much was. It was my fault. I didn't have time. I got busy, et cetera. All this, all this fun shit was going on. So I'll take the six months. Good. That's me. But the last two weeks has been your problem. It's your fault. Yeah. I'll take it. Look, I planned a lot of stuff. It's white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that shit is. I call it beard privilege. Oh. I don't like to quote the great Stens, Stenson, uh, race is a construct. Race is a construct. See? It is. <laughs> race is a social construct. Damn right. <clears throat> and if you believe otherwise, you're foolish. Wait, what? what <laughs> I don't even want to say. Yeah, there ain't nothing else to say. <laughs> um, good week, man. We had some, I had some fun. I oh. got to... I got to go uh, roll up to uh, P Town. That's why we I did hate, the podcast last. Hold week. on, real quick. I hate when people have good, have like these good weeks, and I don't do shit. Man, it pisses me off. Let me tell you, I get a little upset. I experienced something new, something new, and something amazing. Oh, no. I think I already know what you're going to say, and I don't like it. Yes, Lime scooters, mm. the greatest hold transportation. On, Ain't you too big to be on them shits? Nope. Guess what? I'm not. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not. And apparently, you can get a ticket if you're not wearing a helmet. Oh, so you're supposed to bring your own helmet to ride the Lime Scooter? Apparently, I, I no, no clue. Guess, I like guess how many times I wore a helmet? Never. Well, I mean, give me a ticket. I'm not putting a helmet on. I'm telling you right now, it was the if I get hit, If I get hit on a scooter. No, that's the great thing about Portland. You get hit on one of those scooters, the, the, every driver is terrified to make a mistake and hit a scooter rider. Um, a bike rider, a scooter. In Portland, every pedestrian vehicle ride is protected. That reminds me of uh, Portlandia. Yeah. One of my favorite sketch comedy shows of all time. I mean, it's no in living color or anything, but <clears throat> the way they poke fun at those types of things. Like but, the mayor of the Portland, he rides his bike everywhere. Absolutely. And then he, they have like the bike messenger skits with them and all that. See, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, now that I've actually been in New York, mm-hmm. Portland's nothing. They, they do not have that bike messenger feel at all. That New York bike messenger shit is yeah. just a different planet. It's it's totally different. But so visit my sister, got to meet her boyfriend for the first time. Really <clears throat> excited. Um, super cool guy. He uh, he is a Nike dude. And obviously, I rock Adidas. He works at Nike, or he just wears Nike. I don't have a logo. It's probably on my shirt. It's on the shirt. Yeah, he works. He works at Nike. He works at so Nike. Nike employs a lot of people. I, I know a few people that work for Nike too. I went to Nike World headquarters. Yeah, how'd you feel? It's like Disneyland for shoes. You got hard like Rottweiler. No, but you know what? You know what's weird is you you get surrounded and you almost start sipping the Kool Aid. Like, yeah, I can see that. Man, this place is so awesome. And I, I finished the uh, the Phil Knight book. 
Tuesday before I landed in Portland on Thursday. Did you do that on purpose? No, oh. complete. I, I started that book on read Audible. It or listen to it. I listen to it. I ain't read nothing. I can't read either. Um, so happened to finish the book on that Tuesday. I flew into Portland on Thursday and had no idea that I was going to tour the facility. I thought Nike was Nike Town. That's it. I had no idea that there was a plantation that Nike is built on. It's massive. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I don't even know how to apply an acreage to it, but I would guess 100 acres. I don't even know how to, how to, they have a full Olympic track. Sounds it's got, right. um, it's got, a, and I got pictures of it. It's got a statue of, is it Michael? It's not Jordan. I know it's not Jordan. Um, Johnson. I think Michael Johnson. The he said a bunch of the runners, said a bunch of records. They have a big statue of him out front of this track. Gotcha. That makes sense. And yeah. there's, there's random people there just running. I've seen like a lot of um, people that are like personal trainers and things like that. They get yeah. like, these Nike certifications and they go there and they do these certification programs through Nike. What it is exactly, I don't know. Other yeah. than you aligning with Nike and Nike pushing that product through you. I, I, I don't know beyond that, like what to become a Nike certified trainer means. I don't either. But it's that type of thing. Like they do athlete development, fitness development and things there. They <clears throat> here's the here's the thing you feel when you walk through this compound is you get the feeling like, why don't I wear Nikes? Hmm. Like it, it almost makes you want to be a part of. I got an answer for that. What? They're too, too narrow. narrow. No, that's and that's and that's what I told them too. Is I look, I, they're they're good looking shoes. They they got tons of colors, everything else. But do they come in a wide? Do they come in a four E? Because right now my shoes on right now are a four E. So are mine. And without without that, um, it's what squeezing. You got? What's that? Are those well, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not sense. I'm not repping the stripes today, but <clears throat> I have all my other shoes at home are uh, are Adidas. You know. This is me always being on my kick because I have just wide ass feet. Yeah. Just... So growing up as a kid, you know, my feet always hurt, but I didn't realize it was because my shoes were too narrow. And you were Converse too, don't you? Um, or you did? I did for a bit. And But the interesting thing about Converse, until now, they've recently filled more narrow. And I don't, I don't know if that's in my mind or if Nike bought them and they're manufactured a little bit different. But that canvas would stretch on Converse quite a bit. So it, it didn't have a narrow squeeze on my foot. Um, but for like regular shoes, man, it would just crush my, like squeeze my toes inward. Like, you know, like you know, see people have the, people have like that pointy toe thing going on because yeah. of wearing shoes too tight. Right, right, right. Oh, like hammer toe? <clears throat> yeah, basically. Toes start overlapping each yeah. other and shakes are crunched in there. Anyways, so as I got older and my feet just hurt, I just started wearing bigger, like, I was like, well, what do I do? So I sized up. I was wearing like 12s and 13s just 100%. For to feel better in the yeah. shoe. Um, so like I was, I was like, I wanted to wear some Nikes. So like the first, that's a, I got my first Jordans. They were like size 12s. You know, and I've never owned a pair of Jordans. I know you haven't. And I can't lie. I hate, I hate. I feel I, good about that. I hate to live up the hype, but the motherfuckers was dope. I, man, I love my Jordans. But the only reason I don't wear them is because there's no way in hell Either one of my parents were buying me a pair when right. I was a kid. I, well, I was in college at the time, and I gotten some money because, you know what I'm saying? Hey, no, but thanks. This is what I do. I get money. Oh, you're getting paid while you're playing football in college? Uh, no, but now you can if you're in California. True. So. Um, but no, Nike World Headquarters was was awesome. Uh, the first building we went to was the Bo Jackson building. 
And it's, I mean, there's, there's like a, on the very top floor, I think it's like four stories high. Um, there's a shrine dedicated with pictures and all, all the ad campaigns, Bono's, and it's got him doing all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a dude that was cut down in his prime. Yeah. Like imagine the records that dude would have, would have passed mm-hmm. had he stayed healthy. I don't know if he would have stayed in football just cause it's, it's a pain in the ass on the body, but, mm-hmm. um, See, have you ever seen the 30 for 30 on ESPN? It's, I mean, we have the same funny. conversation about like Barry Sanders, right? Yeah, but he didn't, re- he didn't retire. He, he just retired on his own accord. Right. But, but he this, did break a bunch of records. But it's the concept of where was he, where could, what could he have done with a full team? Oh, a stacked team. You know what I mean? If he was on, like, let's say, uh, uh, and I hate to say this, if he was on a 90s Cowboys team, I mean, there's quite a few teams from the 90s you could name off, especially or in the NFC. Patriots in the last 10 years. Patriots in the last 10 years. You roll back to the Niners when they were great. Right. You know. Joe Montana. Yeah. Steve, Steve Young. So, I mean, anyways. Legit. So, got my whole tour. Walked all around. Got a lot of cool pictures. Um, they're building the um, Serena Williams building. Okay, so hold on. They could they build these buildings. What's in the buildings? Office space or meeting space. So or you just be event like space. Oh yeah, I'm over here and yeah. You know, I'm, like at one, I'm at 100 Nike Drive, Serena Williams building. Well, and that floor two. But you got to walk to it. You can't drive to it. Well, I get that. But but it's, it's a campus, right? It's a yeah. campus. So you you go in. I can't remember the runner dude's name. Um, it's like Skibo or something like that. I don't. Obviously, I'm not a runner. But his building was the nicest one I like because oh, it's yeah? got this funky shape to it. It's almost like a, like a, it's not a trapezoid. There's a word for it, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But it's it's black. It's like darked out windows, mm-hmm. but it's got this funky angled structure, um, almost like a, a fractal. <clears throat> yeah, like a bunch of different fractal things yeah. all over it. Um, I thought like, that was like super a cool. polygon, a little yes, polygon that's rendering it. per se. And it's and it's like a long, long building. So when you walk up. You can see through the windows and it's meeting space, but it's massive TVs, like projector TVs, but not just one, like seven on the wall. Okay. So you can sit there and watch stuff. So it's, it was really cool. Walked around there all day. And once we got back to where they live um, in downtown Portland, I don't want to walk anywhere because these Lime scooters are everywhere. All you do, you download the app, and this is not an ad for Lime Scooter, just so you know. It can be if the right people get it. Um, yeah, if you want to hit us up, I'll support the shit out of this. Cause Ads love, at justthedrip.com. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lime at justthedrip.com. Um, you'd be able to get. <laughs> give them their own name. Huh? You'd be able to get um, all your all your sponsorship needs. Um, so, yeah. They, and I, I, she, my sister rides it to work a couple days a week. Um, her boyfriend doesn't doesn't get to do that because he, he works at the headquarter big place and it's, you drive it's by, a little bit of a drive by some distance right um but no it's it's so much fun and we, we went out friday and saturday night um i didn't see either one of them sing karaoke but we went to karaoke two karaoke bars one on friday one on saturday the one on friday night um it's called alibi how do you go to how do you go back to back to karaoke that's that's how they roll. Okay. That's the like that's the thing to do, and they got this really really funny friend named Rich, and this dude doesn't sing; he raps. 
He raps every song. He, he raps. So he no, he'll pick a rap song. So he won't sing karaoke. Okay, I see he'll saying. rap karaoke. That's okay. I'm I'm cool and with that. Actually, nobody else does this. Nobody. Everybody else picks. You know, Journey and all these other songs. Right. Nah, he picks me. What's the one song? Everybody like you go to a bar. It's like a white bar, and it comes on, and everybody, <laughs> everybody freaks out. It's it, all um. When when you're talking about karaoke, it's it's a white bar. I know. Well, or an Asian one. So don't, oh, don't you get know that what? twisted. Yeah, down. that's true. <clears throat> but there's I'm talking about when you go to a bar, like if you go to like just a bar that's just a lot of white people, and yeah. there's always just like these three songs that'll come on. Those journeys, journey, <laughs> don't stop believing, or something like that. That one, and there's another one. I don't. There was a Weezer song that everybody knew. This one is an English band, and I can see the video in my head. And it's, it's like, not that I would walk 500 miles, is it? Oh no, it's not that. I'll think of it later. You talking about White Snake? Here no, I come again. No, this is an English band uh, that sings this song. Yeah, yeah. And in the video, like this girl's walk, they're walking. She's walking through like an industrial district, and they're trying to like serenade her. Yeah, lost. No, oh, idea. man. I bet you if I Google. Um, Favorite songs, <laughs> top three, top, top three, three white karaoke white bar college songs. bar songs that we gonna be there. I love it. All right, anyways, do continue. So no, that was that was my week. I got there on Thursday, left on uh, left on Sunday. I had a great time. Uh, boyfriend, super cool guy, and it it definitely made me want to go out and get a pair of Nikes. But first, I gotta do some research on where <laughs> where they sell. A 4E Nike. You let you let him know that I'll buy a pair too. I'll let him know. I'll buy a pair too if we got some. Nike, if you want to sponsor this podcast, it's Nike at justadrip.com. I mean, that's all it is. Uh and that was that was my trip. But dude, it's it was that that is um got some I did get some beers. We went to one, it's called Great Notion. And I felt like they had 20 beers on tap. Um can't drink. It's weird. So many places try to achieve the Guinness taste, the nitro. If they have a nitro, they try to create a Guinness. I don't know if they can't find the right um, the right mixture, but they always run sweet because they're trying to hit a certain alcohol content. I see what you're saying. So they 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 hit it. They'll do you know like a maybe a six point five or or a seven percent alcohol content rating. But it never fails. It's always sweet, and I can't, I can't do sweet beer. I don't like that shit either. Um, I'm not big on that. The, a couple of their, what do they call that? Like if it's if it's got a, a fruity, like a saison. I think it's the name. But they got there was a lot of them uh, there. We went to God. I could see the logo, but it's it's like thunder, thunderstruck beer or something like that. Great. I had two ales there, and I'm not yeah. a huge. If the IBUs get too high. It's I can't do it. I'm considering going to Portland. I want to go check it out. Dude, I, I would go back. It's fun. I really do want to go. Hit up an Airbnb and just kick it and do a a crawl. If all I can do, listen, it's um, I, old as I get. I'm a sick fuck. All I want to do when I go on vacation is drink good coffee and good beer. That's well, it. you're in luck because in an upcoming episode, I did <laughs> visit Good Coffee. Not that's not what we're drinking today. Mm, true, but there is. I, I just realized we haven't even got to the coffee yet. We'll no, get there in a second. Wait, we we'll get there. People don't tune in for the coffee, though. Please tune in for the conversation. Way too, way too entertaining. Show for the coffee. Stay for the race. So yeah, walked over there. It's actually it's it's maybe fifty steps from where my sister lives. Oh. It's that's easy to be drunk. Single, not single, single or or relationship, no kids. 
where she lives is the spot. I mean, that makes sense. That type of thing. You know what I mean? Her building is it, the, the, <clears throat> the the there's a rooftop deck mm-hmm. midway up and out. You have a little more than a 180 view of the awesome. And I'll, I'll we'll post pictures because I took tons of pictures. Everybody um, wants to see those pictures. Yeah, everybody wants to see them. I want to say a picture of you on a lime scooter. I got I got video. Oh god. Okay. Please, you know I got video of that. Not not from me because I've seen too many videos of people trying to video while they're lime scootering and don't eating work shit. Right, and that, that shit. Please. I've seen a lot of people eating shit on them. Yeah. I'll, I'll fuck something up if I wreck on a lime scooter. Something's getting broken. It may not be on me, but if I run into something. Too I'm old not, for something not yeah, to break. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, but no, it's just awesome. Cool space. The city is, you know what? Like everywhere else I visit, I love my home in, in Vegas four days and that's good for me i'm ready to come back i'm the same way uh, four days is my limit for a vacation anywhere yeah. i have a very difficult time i told you when i was in florida last last summer for god we were there for seven days eight days yeah and i just it was right there at that four day mark i was like i'm yeah. done and i still got yeah. three more to go and it just makes everything you do at that point a struggle it's an uphill struggle so it's good, but no, I, I think a I think a road trip for just a drip would be awesome. I mean, if you want to sponsor the road trip, just the trip, Ooh, uh, we got <laughs> beep, we got to beat that out. Yeah, I'm trying to take can't be giving you all my my intellectual to, property. That was good. We so hold on, no, I want to let you know I did Google um, top white college bar songs, <laughs> and I clicked on I clicked on the first clicked on the first result. Um, the song I was looking for was, uh, come on, Eileen. Oh, I hate that song. There's a great meme going around Hold about on. that right now. Oh, well, I bet. <laughs> Hold on though. Let your ass be in a bar when that song comes on now. Yeah. Let's see. And then the second one though, uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's a baseball song. <laughs> oh, he, he said, oh, this is going to be a baseball hit. That's what he did when he made it. Yeah. That's a baseball song. He was like, oh, and he used and, to take his girlfriend Caroline to the baseball games or something. That's that's why he. I'm gonna tell you, you sing it's that a baseball song. song because they just played at the games. That's like saying the Migos is a basketball song. Wow. Any song they do, like you know, you see the little halftime they play. The, that doesn't even make sense. Okay, there's a there's a you have to play the Neil Don, the Sweet Caroline after the game. It's bad luck to play it during the game. Let me tell you something about baseball. It's great. Okay, I don't want to alienate the audience. Good. <laughs> Speaking of good sports, you watched any football yesterday? Uh, yes. Did you? Uh, Notre Dame and USC. Oh, how'd the game end? I didn't finish that one. I didn't either. Because <laughs> I, I switched over to that Florida LSU game. I didn't, I didn't watch that. I saw it looked like Notre I don't. Is God, there? Damn, LSU was for reals this year. So you watch a lot of college football. Yeah. I don't. And I had no idea. Is there a long-standing rivalry between USC between and those two? Yeah. Because I thought they were going to kill each other at halftime. They, they've been all the coaches were like walk because they were they go to separate right separate spots for the locker room. room. Yeah. But man, they were they were about well, to throw down earlier in the day at the end of the half. Earlier in the day, it was the Red River Shootout, which is the yearly rivalry between University of Texas and Oklahoma. Huh. They started button heads before the game the refs issued an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty to both teams as a whole what does that do so what that does is, is if anybody gets an unsportsmanlike any player on either one of those teams were to get an unsportsmanlike at any point in the game automatic ejection 
No shit. I never knew that either. So all everybody going out there, the coaches had to be like, hey, you can't be fucking around because your ass will get kicked out for an unsportsmanlike. I saw a hell of a hit, and I can't remember. I was was somewhere, and I just glanced at the TV. I wish I knew what team it was, but this dude, they they hit, they don't hit like that in the pros, in my opinion. I feel like college college players try to disconnect. It's different. So what what happens? So what happens with um, pros versus college? One thing everybody would would iterate when I was playing college ball was the biggest difference is the speed of the game. When you got to the pro level, that the game was that much faster. Okay, it sped up. Um, so in college, what you have since you have you think about what is it? One percent of college players make it to the pros. Is that what something it is? like some dumb thing? Two percent, yeah. something like that. So you think about in college, think about ninety-eight percent of people that aren't making it to the pros, right? Out of that ninety-eight percent, maybe ten percent actually would be good enough to play in the pros, but they just didn't make for whatever it. reason, right? So think about the other eighty percent, eighty-something percent. These people aren't as good, um, <clears throat> and that percentage, you've got people that aren't so that aren't never going to be able to make it past the college level. Yeah, that are going to get smashed on by the dudes that are going that are already yeah. pro level. Well, and you got, I mean, it, we, the disparity is there because there's so many. The, the sample population is so large. Well, and we've we've talked about this too. We, I mean, back in the well, I'm say back in the day, maybe 60s, 70s, you didn't have <clears throat> 350 pound no. linemen running no. a sub 540. Right, right. That's the issue. These guys are these guys are 325 pounds, 350, mm-hmm. running like a 47. Right. That's terrifying. That humans, that a human that big and that strong should not be able to run. Right. So, if, so that in the equation, think about you get to the pros. Your concept is really not to get hit. Yes. Right? It's a game. It, it's such a game of angles. And I noticed. And, and, I noticed. and pursuit. Yeah. It's such a game of angles that that's what you got to You got to leverage it so you're not exposing your full body surface to get blasted every play. That's but, Yeah, that's scary shit. Whatever. Anyways, I just wanted to just chime in with college good. football yeah, because I, the season's been amazing so far. Has it? It just makes, yeah, me, happy. What, it makes what, me happy every Saturday. So even though I'm not going to watch college football this mm-hmm. next week because I'll be out of town. Um who who's the team to watch next week? Well, it's well, it's getting very interesting right now. Should we even so say Georgia was upset by uh, what happened? Somebody say something about the mama. <laughs> Georgia got upset by South Carolina, probably your favorite team, the Gamecocks. Oh God, yes. Um, <clears throat> so Georgia was number three. South Carolina was unranked. Uh, so Georgia got upset. You got Ohio State and Alabama out there, right? You still have two really highly ranked teams. LSU. Um, Bro, it's a solid top twenty, top twenty-five this year. Boise State doing big things over here on the West. You, you know what? I I do watch the uh, the the finals. What is it? Not, not the finals. The national championships. Wow. Do you Since watch any of the bowl games during bowl week? No, bowl weeks rather. No, I like. I do enjoy because I feel like you know what? I, I didn't go to a big school, mm-hmm. so like you went Utah State. You're going to root for them every single week. Of course, you're, I, I got to tune in. They you're had a bye mentally, this week. you're financially invested. You know, you went to school there. You paid to go to school there. Um, you're you're to to emotionally school. invested. I pay shit to go to school there. Well, whatever. You know, say they paid me to go to school there. Uh, <laughs> this is a, this is a no flex zone. <clears throat> Shout out John L. Smith and his coaching staff. Um, and I just I don't have that. You know, I don't have that uh, allegiance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, my the junior college I played I baseball at is not going to be on TV. I'm not going to watch them every week. Uh, but you know, the, 
I don't know. I just, if I could ever find that connection with a school, I would love to watch that shit. The, the closest thing I have is maybe the Oregon Ducks because my sister went there. Gotcha. And I'm, and I'm kind of in a small way, a little bit from Oregon. Yeah. I mean, so. it makes sense. And uh, I don't know. I think- well, being from here in Vegas, you know, I, I did want to go to UNLV very badly. Really? I did. I just, I just wanted to. I, mama's boy, grandmama's boy. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave home um, immediately. And I wanted to play football here. I thought that would be a good route. And I thought being a decent football player in this city, it'd be a no brainer that UNLV would want to recruit me yeah. along with quite a few other very talented people in the city. <clears throat> but that was back during the era when UNLV never recruited in Las Vegas. Huh. And so if you look at the secret sauce to a lot of uh, football teams. Was this like 81, 82? <laughs> 85, 86. Nice. Um, if you look at, if you look at um, any, any major program's roster, go to, go to Nebraska and look at their roster. Yeah. Especially back in the 90s. It would have been 90% people from Nebraska. You'd have oh, smattering of grown. Oklahoma, Texas in there. Look at a roster of any team in Florida. Oh look at a roster of any Syracuse. Look at a roster of any team in California, any team in Utah. It's, it's a melting pot. <clears throat> it's a melting pot. Even the smaller teams that weren't as weren't, um, I don't want to say successful, but as big of programs. You know, like back in the 80s and 90s, all you ever heard about Notre Dame, USC, Miami, Texas. You didn't, you didn't know as much about a Boise State or a Colorado State. Or, um, uh, I don't know, North Texas. Like, just a, there's so many schools out there that fill in the gaps yeah. to complete this 136 teams or whatever that play D1 college football. It's ridiculous. Um, they, even then, though, they were still recruiting locally. UNLV always thought that the way to win was to pick up all the leftovers from California. Yeah. Never quite worked out for them. See, and that, well, and so that goes back to my point. You name all these teams. I have no allegiance to a team. So I wait till it gets down to that final, what is it, final four? Yeah. They pick the four they do teams. The playoff thing. And I, I watch those playoff games mm-hmm. and then I watch the national championship. I mean, it's right. What is it? Like the first week of January? Something like that. Is the final game. And that, to me, that's a lot of fun because you got the best of the best going. It's, out. it's, yeah, it's everything. It's just amazing. And it's, I mean, you're always guaranteed good games there. Yeah. I mean, the problem is you always have to worry about um, Alabama. It's just, it's so SEC heavy, right? It's so SEC heavy. Totes. Uh, up north, you have Ohio State and down south, you got Bama, LSU, Auburn. Uh, Georgia, you got all these these teams in the South that are just wearing the crown, man, and fighting for it. So, but I mean, we got we got good schools out west. I mean, again, you got I mean, Utah University of Utah is ranked fifteenth uh, right now in the country. I think maybe a little higher after last week's win. That's not where or you yesterday's went. win. No, I was Utah State. Oh, it's the fan. Utes. Or is it, is yep, it? the Utes. They had the Bloods. We the Crips. Oh shit! Turf War. <laughs> Weaver State was Grave Street. They wore that purple. You say Weaver? <clears throat> Weaver. Weber. Weber State. You know, I signed there out of high school. Really? Partial scholarship. And uh, summer crept around and I was like, I'm worth more than a partial scholarship. I was like, fuck this. I ain't going. And I didn't go. I felt like a dick for that. Really? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was my life and nobody's going to look out for me except for me, right? For real. Did the junior college route and that's how I ended up at Utah State eventually on Scully. So... Up next on Greg Stenson's 30 for 30. Anyways, <laughs> what are we doing today, George? We are. How long? Are we like, we're almost 30 minutes and we ain't even talked about it. I'm, my cup's yeah, almost empty. 
Yeah, but it don't matter. I'm going off camera. I got to fill Oh, snap. So today we are sipping on some of Bolivia's finest. And I got to pick the coffee this week. Okay. Yep. I got to pick the coffee this week because uh, Gregor got week one. So I'm getting week two. And I thought it was funny when I went on my list of coffees um, to test out and review. Um, I saw Panther Coffee. And this is a fun fact about old Gregor is he absolutely loved the movie Black Panther. Okay. So, so okay. You know what? Fuck George. <laughs> uh, listen, Black Twitter is ruthless. <laughs> we'll have to make mention. I can, already, I can already imagine what they go say to me. Oh, you, you brown panther. Um, just so everyone knows, George did not say that. Yeah, I didn't say it either. That's going to get bleeped. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I was speaking as if I was black Twitter. I, I ain't really used that word for like 20 years now. Black Panther is really one of my most hated movies of <laughs> recent years. It's not as bad as Aquaman. No, but I'm coming from the standpoint of somebody who, A, loved comic books. Growing up, I had a, a gigantic, like 5,000 comic books at one point in my life, in my like in boxes in my room. Where are they at now? <clears throat> I lost uh, about half of them in a flood when I lived in when I lived up in Logan, Utah. An irrigation drainage system overflowed and it flooded our basement in oh our house, God. and I lost like half my fucking comic books. That's terrible. Pissed me off. Pissed me off too. And I lost others. My mom had had them in storage, and then hired movers to move them into a new house. And she's like, and I had came, I moved back home, moved back here to Vegas after college. And I asked my mom, I was like, hey, I'm missing like a thousand comic books. I go, where, you know, where are they? I go, I left them. Ah, I threw that shit out. No, the, she's like, I realized after we moved, like two months after we moved that I, we didn't have any comic books. She's like, so the movers took them. Or they threw opened them, them up. Took them or threw them away or lost them or something. They took them. Exactly. I, I was like, like, I go, you got to be fucked. Because if you had that many and you had some good older ones. Bro. Yeah, I mean, I would okay. listen. I, the comic book thing I could talk for hours about. Source subject, want to, source subject. Well, but bottom line is, a nobody liked Black Panther comic book when it was a comic book. I honestly didn't know when the movie was talked about coming uh-huh. out. When uh, I think it was Winter Soldier when it was when it was announced. I think so. Yeah, I didn't know that Black Panther was a comic book. I thought it was something that they were introducing in. <clears throat> gotcha. So then I think you had told me he's like, yeah, there's a whole comic. Like yeah. the whole backstory. And, yep. and it's got, there is this place called Wakanda and all this stuff. I thought they made it. There's out. a dude with claws ripping open cars and I like literally that. thought they were inventing a brand new comic book territory. Gotcha. So I, I, honestly, I, I wish they would have and it wouldn't have been Black Panther. See, and that's probably why I didn't think the movie was that terrible. You didn't feel like you were watching a comic book version of black exploitation watching that movie? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen any black exploitation movies. Of course you have. The Mac. Never seen it. Uh, heard of it. I heard uh, Snoop Dogg um, talk about it. God damn, bro. Uh, I'm going to get you sucker, which was like a parody oh, that, of black exploitation. Yeah, that's, that's a comedy. It was a parody of black exploitation. Oh, okay. So that's. Uh, the Mac. I said The Mac. Um, Superfly. Never seen um, it. Never seen it. Damn, bro. Dolomite. Nope. Okay. That's why. That's why it's it to me. It's just a. It's a comic book story. I. But I mean, 
Bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, to be my, fair, my to be fair, bliss. to be fair, it really isn't black exploitation per the genre of those films that came out in the seventies and eighties. But like, <laughs> you got like there's technology. I love that you're trying to explain. There's this. technology and rhinos. There's the the most intricate suit ever. It was with awesome. like a fake tooth necklace around it. There's the accents. I wanted to jump off of a building every time they spoke. You don't think you don't think anybody in Wakanda sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> you try and tell me you met somebody from Wakanda. You know if how we, they sound. If, we could, if, we, if there's a Wakanda coffee farm out there, we're gonna visit it, George. Wakanda farm. Listen, it was almost like you. You watch that series Chernobyl? Yes. Oh, please. Come on. You had Irish accents. Bro. In you, you, didn't, you didn't know Chernobyl was located in Great Britain? Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. They, that, I, that was more upsetting. But than I Wakanda. read that. But I read that they didn't want to do harsh. Um, well, why did they say that, though? Because people wouldn't understand it. No. They said that the director was quoted as saying Russian accents become comedic after a certain point. Really? Yes. You know, I don't think I've ever. And I was like, eh, no. Well, what do you mean? I never found Yakov Shmirnov that funny. So I'm not gonna laugh. I guess I'm not gonna laugh right now. I guess you tried that, to make me laugh. I tried. <laughs> I used to watch. Him. I, thought was, I thought he was funny. <laughs> so anyway, back to this this awesome oh, yeah, drinking coffee. Greg <laughs> infused this. He loved this brand. Once I opened the box, he's like, "Oh wow, I can't believe you got this coffee. I always wanted to try this." So uh, this coffee is from uh, a man, Sammy, Sammy Apita, Santa Cruz. Uh, I'm assuming that's in Bolivia. Um, George, George can't read. Is it? What does it say? How would you pronounce that? I don't know. I can't see. Sama, Sama oh, I guess Pata? I have to look at the notes. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, you're asking too much, George. I need to. We got to get rich so we can pay somebody to put shit up on the screen. Because I can't. Screen, we need a screen man. We need screen man. But don't say that. We don't promote Joe Budden. Well, you said his name. Beep that out. Okay, baby. Beep. <clears throat> um, yeah, and it's the and and Greg, since you know you've you've gone through this process before, what the process for this is washed? Can you can you explain what that means? Uh, no, I can't. And what I did do though, just to be nice, what I did do before we uh, jumped into this uh, podcast, before we fired it up, I looked up the difference in the processes. Yeah. So washed is exactly that. They take the beans and they run them through a washing process where they kind of soak and rinse and tumble, I guess. Okay. And that softens up the cherry on the outside, the cascara. Yes. And that, and so then it removes faster than if you were to do a natural process, which is where you let it dry and the, it oh, gets then, dry and it kind of just flakes off the bean. Gotcha. And then by, and I was reading on by, by doing, so you can process the beans faster, obviously by washing them. Yeah. Because it comes soft and you can peel the thing off, but this, but it was saying that you have to make sure that your beans themselves, that that seed, the coffee bean on the inside, has a flavor, pro, a very strong flavor profile. Because the natural process, what happens when the beans sit there and dry, is that the cascara actually tends to leave some flavor on the bean. Flavor or like acid? Would it be? Well, it's just acidic. the tasting notes. Yeah, can be picked up on the bean before the whole cascara gotcha. is peeled off. Gotcha. And then there was another one called honey and fur, honey or whatever. And I honestly didn't really bother to read that process. Oh, so. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. We'll, we'll do that next episode. Yeah. We'll do a full breakdown. I know people are dying to start processing their own beans. So the tasting notes on this are navel oranges. Bullshit. 
Uh, am I saying Anju pear? Yes, you're saying that right. I didn't taste that. Um, I did. I, I, but see, I don't know if I tasted it. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know if I tasted it before or after I read what the tasting notes were. Son of a bitch. But I did get. I got pear at the very end. See, I hate to admit that. Yeah, um, sugarcane, honeysuckle. I love that on the tasting notes they wrote silky, sweet, and balanced. Um, I, I don't know like what a generic copy and paste with those types of things. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't really, I, I don't really know the taste of silky, um, silky sweet. Uh, you got me, but whatever. It, it's a, it tastes great. The pear, listen, <clears throat> the pear is there. Yeah. Earlier, I felt like I was tasting kind of a subtle cherry flavor. I don't taste honeysuckle. And when I was a kid, man, we there was a lot of honeysuckle trees or bushes or whatever downtown. And we used to, man, we used to just pull that little, that flower and pull that stem out and it gets the nectar on it. You ever, yeah. Yeah. And Oregon, I did. Yeah, that was the shit. I don't taste honeysuckle right now. No. No, but pears I do. So it's good. It's good. You know what? I think we'd get a better flavor profile. Um, yeah, we got to get rid of the machine. Which one? We, we need to start doing pour overs. I got, I got it. I have the device. Yeah. Let me get a kettle. I'll order a kettle this week. What's a kettle? Oh, for there's for, one out there to drip with, to do a, pour, a proper pour over with. Do we need a like a heating? I'll get the electric one. Okay, I have the what is it manual three? Yeah, you do. So bring that in. I'll okay. get the electric kettle, and there we go. Yeah, here's the good news: is it'll be the first time I've used it since I bought it. That's great news. Yeah. Uh, so we can break it in. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I almost think we need to put like a lazy Susan in the middle of the table because it's a little cluttered with all oh, this yeah, shit. Lazy Susan, what she look like? Yeah, uh, she big. <laughs> she thick, motherfucker. Uh, I'm gonna text Susan right now. <laughs> Get your <laughs> lazy ass <laughs> over here. <laughs> I can't reach the coffee. You beat me to it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a good. I'll tell you what though. It's a good coffee. This sounds so generic, but it it's got it is it it doesn't mention that it's like a this is generic to a full mouthfeel like a full bodied. It seems like it, it would it's something that would stand up with like cream and sugar really well though. Yeah, like it wouldn't be overpowered by that. I think they would complement it very well, and maybe then you would start to taste some honeysuckle or. Do you think Do you think it would have a stronger flavor if we used more beans? Absolutely, it would, but you wouldn't necessarily taste the notes. A lot of time, the, some notes that are very subtle yeah. come out better when you do. Um, if, that's the thing about pour over, right? Or even just using a machine, you adjust your water to bean ratio. Yeah. So sometimes, if you lower the amount of beans, so like if you're using, you know, whatever, I don't know how much water we're using there. I don't ever look at the markings, but <clears throat> if you have this much water, cups. this much beans, but then you drop your amount of, be- you know, grinds, coffee grounds that you're using by like 20% and you do that. Yeah. It'll be a little more tea-like variety in terms gotcha. of flavor, but you'll be able to taste some of those more subtle notes. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I again, I, I, I don't think we've had a bad cup of coffee or a bad coffee come through here. Well, I mean, not since we did the yeah standard coffee the yeah. Folgers and Maxwell House episode oh god that was in the what was it Don Francisco my stomach was upside down at the end of that episode man. no I, I'm rough. telling you I did not I did not feel I don't like know I bad. mean look I respect everybody that likes their coffee however the hell they like their coffee you want to go to 7-Eleven and get it cool I don't you know you want to 
do go to Starbucks or you want to go to an independent roaster or whatever it is. But man, I, I've got to be dead serious, man. I think some people need to rethink some of the these coffees they're drinking that are very burned and yeah. that are very acidic. That shit will mess your stomach up. You know, here's the crazy. So we, we I've told you about we go camping every June mm-hmm. and we big old thing of Folgers camping. Yeah. And it's but it's brewed in a percolator. Right. And it doesn't like that coffee we brewed in, in the coffee pot last time and tasted it. It was terrible. But for whatever reason, the Folgers in the percolator. And I don't know if it's because you're. You're in the wilderness and you're camping and, you know, just having coffee in the morning is <laughs> yeah, is you just, yeah, awesome. you just need to have it. Um, it's it's good. It's, it doesn't it doesn't taste as terrible as when we were drinking it in the office, office on the podcast. I think offices make coffee taste bad right away. It's anyways. possible. It's possible. Most people don't even know how to make coffee. So if you didn't make it yourself, somebody else made it. It's usually made all wrong. I've got I've got the system at home set up perfectly. Uh, I got a, let me brag a little bit. Um, I got a, I got a Breville burr grinder and, uh, and a Breville copy maker and, uh, it being able to set the grind time and, and the, the fines and everything, how fine the grounds are and everything. I've got it set. I got it set to, I want to say 39, 39 seconds. It's a burr grinder. Yeah. I always get confused by why there's a time on there. It's for how much how much coffee you're brewing. I guess that's how it measures how much. Aren't it, there ways to dose it by weight? Are there any coffee grinders out there that dose it out by weight? I don't know. I don't know. I it just seems weird to me to like, oh, I'm going to grind for 20 seconds because I want to make eight cups. Like I just, I that doesn't translate in my mind well. I don't know. To me, it would be like, it doesn't matter how long the coffee grinder goes. I need this many grams of coffee to make this much coffee. And I think it. I think there's some kind of equation for that, but. Uh, I can tell you right out of the box when you plug it in, mm-hmm. puts that fucker in like 47 seconds or something. And I started playing that's with too it. That's too much noise that's for me a in the morning. Lot, that's a lot of coffee. Yeah. I mean, it's filled with It is a lot of coffee. If it's- so, and I, um, the coffee, I let it uh, bloom uh, a little longer than, than regular. I think regular is uh, 30 seconds. Yeah. I do I do a little bit more than, than 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Just get all that blava out of the coffee. Oh, that what? Uh, that flavor. <laughs> Beautiful flavor. Stupid. It's two. It's two words mashed into one. Oh man, this trademark. It was a, You're not a player. You just smash a lot. Yeah, uh, but no, it's good. This coffee, I like it. I like it. I, again, the only thing I taste is is a little bit of the pear. We got to start our coffee ranking. We do. Uh, right now, I think I like the Reanimator a little bit better than this. Um, I think the Reanimator had had a little more flavor. I think that's what it was. Um. I had messaged you earlier. I ordered some Dune coffee for our second episode, and then you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be gone for two weeks, though. We can't <laughs> so Temptation couldn't uh, couldn't hold me back. It was an amazing it was an amazing bag of coffee. So I'm going to reorder that again. <clears throat> we'll get that going next time so we can get that yeah. ramped up. But, yeah, right now I'm going to say we're two episodes in. Reanimator is my one. Panther is my two. It's fine with me. I like it. How's our, what, what criteria do we need to be judging these coffees on? I think I think we need to develop that uh, to be a legitimized. Um, yeah, I don't want to be too legitimate because I'm not a professional at anything. Nope. I need people to be able to understand. You know, well, that's coffee with shit. Well, and I I think the with trying these kinds of coffees where they're where they're roasting houses and they're they're actual coffee places. Mm-hmm. 
um, I don't think we're going to come across a cup of co- a, a bag of coffee that's like, oh my god, this is horrible. We should never drink this again. How did you come across getting this coffee, by the way? I have a list. Um, and we, I'll post it. We could post it on the show notes. Um, I got this list back when we were still, back when we were still doing uh, coffee talkie, and it's got <clears throat> what is it? Maybe. 25 different coffee roasters. I think I remember that list. It's got a, all the coffee bags have a blue background. And I'm just putting an X through the ones that, we, that we've that we had or we tried. Gotcha. And uh, no, they, this one. Panther was on the list? Panther was on the list. Interesting. And it said like top 25 coffees or whatever it was. And you ordered this from Trade? Trade Coffee. Yeah. Yep. You, put, is it a subscription or you just ordered one? I just ordered it. Gotcha. I know they do, they do have a subscription, but I would need to do a little more research. I get worried about the subscription. Because they try to narrow you down to one flavor profile. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I want a variety of shit. I mean, I know what my favorites are, but man, I'm not trying to drink the exact same flavor profile across the board. All it's the time. it's tough because I mean, I, I know we talked about this a little bit ago. I I do like the Ethiopian coffees. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, as long as they're not too fruity. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit, like a little bit of citrus or a little bit of whatever pear. Yeah, see, <clears throat> I don't mind the fruit flavors. It's it's just when they get when they get very citrusy, sometimes the acid's a bit much for me in terms of that flavor. I don't want that, you know, citric acid flavor, that zing when I, got, I drink coffee. On the uh on the iced coffee, I got the people at Neiman's. As soon as I walk in, they, they got my they got my iced coffee ready for me. With a little I, bit of, I've been there so long. With a little bit of is it worth going still these days? Uh, it, the food's good. The the food's cap, good. It, bro, that used to be the spot. Hey, now that the weather is perfect outside, that out that outdoor I never spot. Out, I never sat out there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. Food's good. Uh, the, the servers, wait staff, I mean, managers come on. My man's ain't outside. there. I can't go. Who's that? Uh, the, little, the little dude. Be like, how y'all doing today? No, no, that's, that's Nordstrom's. Oh, my bad, you're right. No, and I don't right. I don't want to say anything, you know, look, I, it's just not the same. They completely redid it. It's no longer the Nordstrom's Cafe. It's like mm-hmm. some other name. That was the spot, though, for a minute. Sorry, you're right. Their I was totally food, wrong. It wasn't even. Their food was amazing before they renovated it. And their service was great, too. Oh, top notch. Yeah, if 100%. you if If you had a mistake of any kind of your food, boom. Your, your your replacement was out in seconds. I loved it over there, man. You need, I mean, they were always going around and checking on you, see if you needed some of this, a little more soda, whatever. If you if you were a regular of sorts, it yeah. was, you it was we easy. we went in there and haven't been back since. You know, it takes it took them a while just to even come over to the table mm-hmm. and take an order, and I, I don't think that has anything to do with anything other than maybe a person having a bad day, but the the food. The only thing is that's the same is that uh, tomato basil soup. I remember that soup. And that soup is delicious. I remember that soup. Yeah. But the majority of the menu is pastas and breads. Uh, it's like a it's like a flatbread type place now. Yeah, I'm good. And you got it's just uh, I don't know. I'm good. I'm disappointed. So back to Neiman's, the ice coffee. Neiman's for real. So the couple of the people in there know me by now. Um, I like if I have lunch meetings or anything like that, I always plan them at Neiman's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always get people who's doing name dropping. Well, it's it's great and it's close to work. So, All in, um, go in there. But their their iced coffee and and I believe it's Illy. Um, is there is that right? Illy Illy, however you Illy, say it. yeah. Um, but their their iced coffee is is phenomenal. But I started after we did the iced coffee episode, and you made all the the stuff. We put a little bit of 
a little bit of soda water in the bottom. Now I do that with their ice coffee. Uh-huh. And it's it's perfect. Killing the game, huh? And I don't and I, I would never ruin it by putting cream in it. That's just nasty. Killing the game. You think with iced coffee though, if you do put cream and sugar in it, that just starts to taste like um coffee ice cream. Right. It's fucking delicious. See, I'm not I'm not a fan. I love it. I don't want my coffee to taste like a milkshake. I don't mind it. I don't I don't like it. I mean it's not my daily, it's not not my hot coffee go to, but in the summertime, I'll throw some yeah. cream and sugar in there every now and then. Not me, it's gross. A little vanilla. And and there that coffee there, if, if anybody has a chance, if you're in Vegas, uh, it's it definitely has a chocolate. I know that's a go to for a lot of these places, but you can taste I'm sure the chocolate. Even in more places than Vegas, though. Yeah, you can you can taste the chocolate all day in that in that iced coffee. You can taste the chocolate. It's good. It's bueno. You out here running around, George running around tasting chocolate. All right, no big deal. Uh, we got some. We got some. Uh, yeah, hold on, bro. I didn't even get, you didn't talk about my mug, fam. What's what is that? I got this mug for Christmas from my oldest daughter. Oh, I'm gonna cry. It's from um, it's a band called NCT. It's a K-pop group, Korean pop. Is that like the seven, seven dudes? There be bro. There's so many groups, and they yeah, they'd be like that. BTS, NCT. What is it? NCT Oil. Uh, MCT oh, Oil. In oh, <laughs> NCT. Oh. So anyways, like it has like some names of their songs I think on here. It's, your- a, it's a hokey mug, but I love it. My Where's daughter gave it to me and it's got cartoon drawings on it. I'm keeping it real with the Hulk. You got to switch the mug up. People don't nah, want to see the same mug. I'm not doing it. People don't want to see the Guess same what? mug. Guess what? Every... You ain't going to get this unless you go to Disney or maybe eBay. <laughs> Amazon.com. Ain't on there. Look for it. Okay, my bad. You <laughs> got that exclusive. I'm going to get you a Black Panther mug. Okay, all jokes are done. <laughs> I'm not talking to Jimmy anymore. I'm not doing this. I'm doing this shit. Uh, headlines and this this affects beep, 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 me. Beep, 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 yep. So you hear that? That's my news feed. That's good. We're gonna isolate that. Extra, extra. We we need yeah. to record that like a little intro to a yeah. news time. Um, been flying a lot recently and balling. Uh, in one, I won't name the airline, but it free is my favorite airline. Um, I did order a cup of coffee, and it tasted like burnt shit. And well, hold on. Before you go into the depth of this article. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> Before you go into the depth of this article. Yeah. When have you ever had coffee on an airline that didn't taste like shit? I dare you. I can't remember a time where I've ordered coffee. This is the first. Okay. This is the first time I I've, done, I've done it quite a bit, probably since being in my... Late twenties or so, yeah. And not that I was flying everywhere a lot, but every time, even to this day, every time I have a vacation planned or a trip planned, I, I swear to God, I'm always like catching up and trying to get a bunch of work done before I leave, and I only get like three or four hours of sleep. So every time I get on a plane, I'm just exhausted. Well, this so one I've done this. This this is the nastiest shit you'll read, and I think you will change. <laughs> He would change your habits yeah. if you drink a lot of coffee. It's so terrible. By law, air, whatever air traffic, I don't even know how this <laughs> health standards or whatever, an airline is only required to clean the water lines of the airplane once a quarter, four times a year. You, so imagine if you're getting a cup of coffee near the three-month mark. And, and who knows what's built up in that line? Not not to mention, what are they flushing the lines out with? I don't know. 
you know, you don't, you don't really know. Does that mean they just run more water through it? Is there a cleaning solution they flush it out with? So stick to anything that comes out of a can or a bottle. Why don't they have, and you know, I'm talking about your favorite coffee here, but why don't they have like Starbucks double shots in a can? No, but that's so funny. The airline I was on, they serve Starbucks coffee. Yeah, but not in a can. No, right. No, it's yeah. everybody's going to try to put a name on the shitty coffee they're serving. That's just what they do. Oh, this is illy. Oh, this is a Starbucks. It don't. Terrible. I don't give a damn. Whatever you guys are doing to make it, it tastes like shit. Well, this and, was the, and they do. They they have said this for a while now about don't drink any beverages on airlines that don't come directly out of a container. Like they open the can in front of you and shit like that. But my go to <clears throat> on the flight, especially when I'm coming home late. Mm-hmm. is uh, sapphire tonic. Mm-hmm. Where do those ice cubes come from? Yeah. That's, and, that, and that, that's got to okay, be But let's go a little deeper talking about those ice cubes. Yeah. Most restaurants. But I remember when I worked in the entertainment and nightclub industry and I was first got hired on, I was a, uh, a uh, porter, you know, took out the trash and cleaned. And we'd have to clean the ice machines. Mold. And the sludge. Yeah, that moldy sludge that builds up in the ice machine. I was, bro, I was like, I was like gagging the first time I did it. I didn't know what the fuck that was, you know. I was what? I don't think I was 20, 27 or whatever at yeah. the time, twenty eight, you know. So I was still pretty young. I wasn't. I just I remember opening that and taking the towel and just running it across the in, the top inside, and it it was like as if slugs had melted. Oh. I don't know how else to explain it. It was so nasty. And so you start thinking like, the fuck? This shit is like in the machine that makes the ice. And yeah, and that's probably pretty standard across. But it's weird that it's on the top. It's not on the bottom where the ice is. It's really weird. And I don't know if it has to do with the moisture, evaporation or something to. rising and condensation. Well, because it's not near where the motor is, where it's warmer. Right. Because where bacteria will It's still nasty, though. Yeah, it's nasty. I don't care nobody says. But yeah, it makes me. So anyway, if you're out there and you're flying, just know that you're drinking. You could be drinking three-month-old. Are there studies on airline water? What's in it? No, not that. Not it wasn't in the article. It just it just pointed out. Interesting. It was. It, it's actually a, a a listicle. It's got a list of a bunch of things that are going on. I hate that listicle phrase because it well, makes me think testicle. Well, get your mind out of the go. That's yeah, dirty. I got two of those. Right? But this this particular article, and we'll put it in the show notes. But it's got a it's got a woman on in or a, a woman. It's got a uh, okay, flight attendant uh, on here, and it's going here, through. Got a woman on it. It's got the things that it's got the things that you should uh, not participate in on the airline. But oh, the biggest thing is my high club. Um, if you can fit two people in that bathroom, I ain't getting in there. I mean, who said the bathroom? Where? Where? where you just in a seat? Maybe you just get yeah. Maybe you slide. What else should you not participate in? Gunplay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, <laughs> even talking about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. None of that stuff, but. Yeah, this article just says don't don't mess around. I with think the most people participate in anything they want to participate in, in on the airline. Farting, uh, you're been on a flight and the people are just just busting ass the entire time. Been there, done that. If you're those people, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> please. There's no there is no flight ever where no one farts. But here's the problem. Honest, this is gonna sound sick. Honestly, a little one or two off random fart. But like nonstop. I get it. It happens. We were flying back from Florida. There was some dude in front of us. He was probably dropping one every five, 10 minutes. That's nasty. 
nasty as fuck. And that's a long flight. Nasty as fuck. Yeah. And the only reason I knew it was him was because he was sitting next to us before you board. And he was busting ass. I hope he ain't sitting by me. I hope he ain't sitting by me. He's two brothers in the row in front of us. Uh, nasty. Y'all nasty out there. Yeah, that you is know who you nasty. are. You nasty. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, I see you put this one in here. Uh, the McDonald's hot coffee court case. What happened? So this is interesting. I was text messaging back and forth with some friends. Um, some people you know. Earl. Oh, Earl of Pearl. Earl and uh, the Birmingham bomber, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about like, um, you know, remember how ridiculous it was that that lady spilled hot coffee on herself at McDonald's? You ever hear about that? No, I know. I know what it is, but I also watched the documentary about it. And OK, so I didn't wow. watch the documentary. Yeah. So what's what's impressive here? So we, the story base in a nutshell is lady orders coffee at McDonald's mm-hmm. in the drive through, spills it on herself, burns her legs. Yeah. Actually, to the point where she had to get skin grafts. Correct. So she's like 72 years old, if I'm not mistaken. 79 years old. I mean, not talking bad about old people here, but I am. I mean, your skin is paper thin anyways. It peels off, but you can imagine coffee burn on 79-year-old skin. That's a lot of damage. And so, you know, when I first had heard about the case in that type of summary, I was like, well, you know, no shit. The coffee is hot. When you buy coffee, coffee is always hot. And, um, you know, some of the articles I read about this case, they were saying, you know, the coffee was ridiculously hot. Yeah. It was 180 degrees, which is a little less, less than brewing temperature, less than the SCA record. 205. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't extremely hot. It was what coffee should be served at in most pe- most cases. And sure. then you let it cool down accordingly. Um, and, you know, and of course, McDonald's has warning contents in this cup or very hot or whatever now they have to leave they have a lot more now they had to leave but they had to do that that was one of the results of the case right. if i'm not mistaken but the bottom line is what it came down to it wasn't necessarily that this was the case that caught like it wasn't that she spilled hot coffee that wasn't labeled as hot right um one of the big problems was um here mcdonald's had received more than 700 previous reports of injury from its coffee including reports of third degree burns and had paid settlements in some cases so the situation was um they knew it was burning people they did it was just burning and they were ignoring a lot of it because they got endless amounts of money majority of those cases did not get paid out and um so, you know, McDonald's admitted it had known about the risk of serious burns from its scalding hot coffee for more than 10 years. The risk had repeatedly been brought to its attention through numerous other claims and suits. So, really, it just came down to the fact that they were just kind of. They, look, yeah, the coffee's hot. Look, I don't want to drink, unless I'm drinking iced coffee, I don't right. want to drink cold coffee Correct. or lukewarm coffee. Right. Um, the lady, with, but I've seen the pictures. I mean, wow. I don't know why. I don't know how it spilled. I don't know if she accidentally dropped it. It says here in the article she was she was holding the coffee between her legs and she had sweatpants on, right. so they were very absorbent. Oh, I can only because uh, I've seen the pictures and I saw like it, HBO did a documentary on it. Because I mean, people were coming out of the woodwork saying, "Okay, what are you a fucking idiot?" That's what I said. When you I spilled first heard coffee on yourself and now you're going to sue. I mean, yeah, like, you, yeah. you yeah, spilled like, soup on yourself and it was hot. I mean, well, of course. But I mean. I think it was a mixture, like you said. It's she's seventy something years old. The skin's already, but I mean, it burned holes yeah. in her 
in her legs. Like that's some hot ass coffee. I don't know that. That's, yeah, that is really hot. I, I, so I, I kind of felt bad for that. I never spilled 180 degree coffee on myself. So I'm definitely not going to try to say like, oh, it's, she's fine. But, you know, it came down to basically it was just negligent, repeated negligence on right. McDonald's part and for they, not addressing that situation. And they must have they must have done some digging. The people that sued and said, OK, look, you have all these cases who have called okay. you out already on this hot coffee. Why yeah. didn't you put and, and I'm going to tell you right now, that thing could have said this shit will burn your skin off on the coffee cup. She still would have put that coffee cup between her legs because that's still. Yeah, that would have been her process for doing whatever she I don't know if she was putting cream in it or whatever but yeah I don't, I, I don't know either that's your first mistake is getting coffee from McDonald's because their coffee tastes like shit too <laughs> it's, McDonald's, it, McDonald's if you want to talk to us about this yeah I'll change my mind if you want to throw some <laughs> if you want to throw the bag over here but again it's it's mass produced mass roasted it tastes burnt to shit and you know they 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 do that to the masses so that you'll put a ton of cream and a ton of sugar in it and think you got great coffee. Yeah. We've said it on these on these podcasts before. I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get coffee, cream, and sugar. And I used to think, oh, it's the perfect amount. I used, to, I used to like it too, to be honest. I've had to sip. I have to be honest about that. And I could not choke down <clears throat> a, a sip of Dunkin' Donuts coffee right now with cream and sugar because it tastes like sugary water. And it's it's gross to me. It reminds me of um did I say this last episode or maybe I said it but there's an episode of The Office and Michael Scott starts his own little paper company. He quits down at Reflend. And he picks up Pam, he's in a delivery van, picks picks up Pam and Ryan, and Pam goes, She's in the back seat, and Michael's driving and she sees he has a coffee travel mug in the in the what the cup holder. And she goes, Oh, Michael, is that coffee? Can I have some? He goes, he goes, milk and sugar. Or cream and sugar. Yeah. And she goes, thanks. And she takes a drink. She goes, oh, my God, what is that? He goes, I just told you, milk and sugar. Ugh. And she's like, you drink that? He goes, every morning. <clears throat> but it reminds me of, yeah, like Dunkin' Donuts. When I used to go and I'd say cream and sugar in the coffee, it was, I swear to you, it was 80% cream and sugar. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can't go back. No. Won't go back. Can't go back. Won't go back. Sticking with this panther. <laughs> I wish somebody would make a White Panther movie. Oh. Let me know. Let me know how people feel about it. Oh, culture vulture. <clears throat> so let's talk about. Okay, hold on. Best black superhero out there. Man, he really put me on the spot because I, I I've seen Spawn, but I don't I don't remember the movie yeah. that, and I don't really know the story behind Spawn it. Spawn was like they ran out of budget in the last twenty minutes. That movie. Um, God, I don't know. It definitely ain't the dude with the with the wings that they added in. Falcon is was he's, that, right, he's right up there with Hawkeye. But th- was that made up? Was that a made up character? Yeah, Falcon was that's a real actual, character. Yeah. Take away. I when nobody checking for Falcon. You got me. I I don't know. I'd have to. It's tough, right? Right now, it's what's it's the kid. It's the kid from the Spider Man Spider Verse. <laughs> if you ask. Oh, me. the cartoon one. It's amazing. That 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 is entertaining. <clears throat> it's amazing. I didn't know the details. Nick Cage is a voice in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the bad guy, right? No, he's one of the he's one of the Spider Men from another uh, multiverse or whatever that was. Nicholas Cage is? Uh-huh. Is he the? He's like the black and white comedic, or or is he Spider Ham? No, he's not Spider. Which, by the way, I used to collect Spider Ham comics. Really? That yeah, was a real comic. It was funny as hell too. I didn't know that. Don't have them anymore, but. 
whatever. By the way, you do see when I ask best black superhero, you start to realize the pickings are slim. Uh, yeah, because I, I'm going through X-Men. I'm going through because growing up, I mean, look, here's a, here's a, a good example. Uh, Ghost Rider. I have no idea what his. He was a white dude. Was he? I know he turns into Ghost Rider. So, like, when you think about black superheroes, you have, like, Luke Cage. That wasn't bad. I like the first season. Second season yeah, was I think it would have been. Shit. I think it would have definitely been more well-served as a movie than a series, to be honest with you. Yeah, but they need content. I, I, th- I think, yeah, but I think he had what it takes to be a movie superhero as opposed to being a Netflix series superhero. Gotcha. Um, you really don't have a lot of black suits. The X-Men, like, people start thinking about, like, Bishop... You know, which is leading into the New Mutants era of things. Was, Col- was Colossus when, when he wasn't Col- he's a white Russian? Dude? Oh, Russian. Yeah. Ah, oh, comedic value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how come they, how come they give Colossus a uh, an Irish accent? You know. Uh, no, I can't. Storm. She might be the best one. She's hot too. She's what the third generation of X Men or second generation? Yeah. Storm might be. I mean, she was Halle Berry, right? You know? Please. And this is it's it's sad that it takes thought like this. You say best white superhero, I'm like, damn, Wolverine, Thor. That really? He grew on me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I Wolverine, only because I had that's the comic books I collected was Wolverine. Now that we're back on comic books, yeah. I was just talking about movies, basically. Oh. Um. It, well, because they made it funny. His movies. His movies are some <clears> of those. That dude's pretty good at, at comic relief. If Marvel is smart, and I, I could be wrong, maybe I heard about it already, but Thor's interaction with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Some of the best. Chris Pratt, he did a good some job. Some of the breast. 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 Oh, hey, he dirty. Oh, wait a minute. Um, email us. <laughs> breast DM us just for your photos. Um, that is some of the best comedy I've seen in a superhero adventure action type of movie in a yeah. long time. So if they're smart, they'll do that Thor and Rocket Raccoon oh, team yeah. up in partnership a little bit more. They'll push that. Yeah. Because I'm not a Bradley Cooper fan, but Rocket Raccoon is hands down one of my favorite movie characters, period. But you – I don't think you have to be a fan of Bradley Cooper to, to – Well, I don't think so either because you would have no idea that was no. him. No. I mean that's like saying, well, I'm not a Vin Diesel fan, but Groot's pretty cool. Groot is cool, but at the end of the day, Groot is very. Would you agree that? And I could do the voice for Groot if, if I anybody could. Yeah, right. Groot and Groot's. I hate. I hate to be a dickhead. Groot's a non-factor. Yeah. Except he. Oh, well, he made. He did. He gave up his arm and was the axe handle for. But then that, he grew it back. That thing that they forged. And they could have came up with anything else to be that axe handle. Yeah. I like Root's character. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying he's a non-factor. I think in the series. But I mean, when you think about it, if I'm Vin Diesel, I'm happy as fuck. Please. I got a check. I got a check for saying the same thing. Twenty five. Do we times. think maybe that was Vin Diesel's biggest check or no? No, fast. I think he's got a back end piece of the Fast and Furious. Movies. You think Fast and Furious is his biggest check? I don't think he. I don't know that he gets anything off Hobbs and Shaw. Question: Do you like the Fast and Furious movies? Yes, I hate them. Really? Hate them. I can't. It's so tough for me to watch, man. It's like yeah. hokey level two thousand. Yeah, but that's I look, and this goes. I back understand. To, no, I get it. There's a this lot goes of, back to you and I having polar opposite views I'm on loving pretty both much everything. Um, no, I movie. like I like the movies. God, I think I they're I think they're entertaining. I almost want to challenge myself to watch all of them. 
Oh, you'd hate it. I've watched like you would you would hate I've it. Halfway watched like three of them, and I don't I'm, I don't even know. It's kind of like I told you, Harry Potter, right? I don't hate the movies, but by the time the movie is over, I say Harry Potter movie, boom, roll credits. I'm like this. Those what, movies, what was the story? Those movies are amazing. I'm like, what was this? What was the plot? I love those movies. They're great. And we recently, like in the last six months, we watched one through part. Part, into part two for seven. the last like eight years every Christmas like Christmas break with the kids yeah I'm like alright well, it's, it's tradition we watch Harry Potter every do you Christmas really break. yeah and still eight years later I'm still like okay wh- what what happened I don't understand the story I love it I think it's a great story I'm not saying it's a bad story I just don't understand it well, well maybe it's maybe it's uh, above what you can comprehend I'm still intellectual for that shit alright and uh, <laughs> rounding out Rounding out the news, you found here Starbucks has an entire line of secret menu items inspired uh, by you friends. I, you thought I was mad about Black Panther coffee. Uh, I can't. Personally, I think Friends is a terrible television show. I agree. And <clears throat> I never. Friends? Okay, hold on. I'm not going to say it's a terrible show. I'm, let I, me say that. I will. I couldn't relate to not one ounce of that show, though. I just couldn't relate to it. I didn't understand. I I don't think I relate to it either. But and, I, and that's coming from a person who was the biggest fan of sitcoms throughout the entire 80s. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like Three's Company. That's good. Uh, perfect Strangers. Perfect Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Boy, you're going way back. There's just so many. Uh, the, the one where the guy had Cosmic Cow and he drew with the cow puppet on his hand. Um, Benson. Mr. Uh, Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. Bob Newhart show. Give me a yeah. break. Okay. Whatever. They're good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I didn't watch them in the 80s. I just watched them when I was growing up in the late 90s as a kid. Well, see. and <laughs> When I was like five in yeah, 1999. Of course. Um, the thing that. It's probably for the same reason why I don't watch. Uh, what's the Gazinga? What's that? What's that show? Gazinga. He's. It's the nerdy. They're they're a bunch of nerds, and they're like one one dude is like a, a f- nuclear physicist or whatever, and he's the know. elevator doesn't work on the on the show, and then I like they just had a. See, that's how that's how off the radar I am with this type of The stuff. nine million listeners we have, somebody will write in and tell us what show I'm talking about. But I don't watch that show either. Okay. It's a bunch of nerdy dudes who, you know, live across the hallway from super hot blonde chick who's not a nerd. Gotcha. And I don't I don't watch that. For, probably for the same reason. See, like Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. I, I'm not even a Seinfeld fan Seinfeld fan. Yeah. But it's a million times better than Friends. Yeah. Oh, hundred. It's just weird. I think Friends had this weird um, young white people. We yeah. never had jobs. It seemed like all they did was hang out. Yeah, a lot. I just couldn't relate to it when it was on at the time that I was at in my life. I think I missed it. Well, and it's, that was supposed to take place in New York, right? <clears throat> yeah. Did you? Could you imagine? Because the one apartment wasn't it gigantic, gi- right? So, gigantic. You, so you're getting you're understanding my point. Yes. 
the rent on that place. 8000 a month. Easily. 10000 a month. Easily. It's unbelievable. That thing was three or four bedrooms with a massive common living area Gigantic. and a big-ass kitchen. Big-ass kitchen. And you I had never seen a kitchen like Easily. that in a New York apartment. The, the price for that place in 2019, right now, I think you're, you hit it on the head. It's it's easily ten to fifteen thousand dollars. That's a that's a two thousand square foot, not nah, maybe fifteen hundred square foot apartment. It was big. And you're telling me that the three of them are swinging that in that in that apartment. Well, I, and I can't remember what they did for a living. Look, maybe they I, made a lot of money. I could be all the way wrong because I didn't watch the show enough to be like, oh well, um, I can't think of nobody's name. Well, so and so was an ad exec, and so and so was. I know Jennifer Aniston's name. I know that part. That's yeah. it, Jennifer Aniston. That's it. Yeah. What was her name on some Cheryl? I met a girl on uh, South Beach once. Sure. <laughs> looked like Jennifer Aniston. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good story. Hey, don't worry. So back White, to wifey, this. The wifey knows that story already. But now that we have the background of of friends and all the knowledge <laughs> now that we, we have gave, of friends. Now that we gave you that in-depth recap of friends. Um, apparently, Starbucks has a secret menu. Greg, have you have you gone in and ordered anything off of this secret menu? I haven't. And I just started reading. And this is this is pretty interesting. So I'm going I'm to give you a couple of the snippets from the article. Up first, we have the Joey which is a simply a pumpkin spice frappuccino That's with terrible. the addition of white mocha. That's terrible. If you, this sounds familiar to you, then you would be right, as the iced version of this drink is actually the Cinderella latte we talked about recently. The Rachel drink is quite fitting. Um, to snag a Rachel, simply order a skinny to caramel Rachel. macchiato and add an espresso shot. So here. <clears throat> I'm going to say this. Why? They're probably re-releasing Friends on uh, Disney's new Disney Plus thing. <laughs> probably, probably are. Something, something along those lines. Or who and this is, this is literally guerrilla marketing yeah, at its best. I, I think I had read that, that they're, they're taking it away from Netflix. A lot of but things for, a lot but of things for that reason. Because these NBC's launching its own... Yeah. It's, so it's own collab with Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. NBC is? Yeah. And Disney owns ABC. I thought Disney was in. I thought, Disney and ABC because ABC and ESPN are the same. But I thought Hulu was doing something with Disney, was doing something with ESPN. So Hulu, now you can get. Hulu's ABC. Hulu is. Yeah. But they show they show Saturday Night Live and everything. They do they do they do other network shows on there as well because there's no other outlet. So other networks don't have their own streaming services yet. Gotcha. So I don't know anything about licensing deals or anything like that. But Hulu is an ABC property. Huh? Didn't know that. Yeah. Who watches ABC? I don't even know what's on. I don't even know what's on networks mm-hmm. anymore. The only thing I know is Kim Jimbo Kimball is on uh, ABC. <laughs> I know the Simpsons are still somehow on Fox. Fox. That's all. They're I never know. They're never getting rid of them. Did you say something bad about Simpsons? No, I said oh. they're never getting rid of them. They're going to be on I don't season. I, I would love 75. to know how much money. How much like how much are they making an episode? I, I honestly don't understand. They're not at their peak. People aren't checking for the Simpsons no. anymore. No, and I, I loved that show when I was a kid. I think it's is it still on Sunday nights? I don't even know that. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I, I just know watch. it's like their thirtieth year right now, I'm, which sounds right because I was in tenth grade when I first started watching when it debuted. I know. I wasn't even born yet. 
I love it. I love it. I've, For those who don't I, know, I got, I got a millennial. Greg co-host. is seventy-five years old. I look like it. Hey guys, disclaimer: I, I worked out before. I worked out for an episode. Missing <laughs> legs, George. You don't skip leg day, do you? Hell no. I walked six miles yesterday. This dude, this bougie dude, just bougie. I'm not gonna talk about his his gym. Like I won't talk about it until I go there a few times. That's a good point. And see how it's how it's going. But that's a really uh, good point. I'll give you a synopsis. When you see this, when you see this sculpted frame start to shrink a little bit because I'm hitting them hitting them gyms and weights and them cardios. I, did, I am interested in doing the uh, the hot yoga again. I had, I was good. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that cleaned me out. I just kicked the camera. You that dude, the hot yoga guy. Uh, maybe I don't know that it's has anything to do with the heat of it. Um, other than the fact that I felt good when I was done and it, I think it was a mixture of the moves and the heat that drained everything in my sinuses and felt amazing. I mean, I felt amazing when I was done. Probably. So I've done it a few, I did it quite a few times. I don't recommend doing it the same day you do chest day. Holding the poses that killed, a bitch. That yeah. killed me because I was already spent from uh, working my chesticles that morning. You know, to be very fair, people that work out with weights, like a significant weight, and I'm not talking about like, you know, trying to be a power lifter per se, but it's very difficult to turn around and go do yoga stuff because you've exhausted the muscle so much. It makes it so difficult. Like to be good at yoga, you it's just like anything else to be good at, you know, yeah. bodybuilding or powerlifting or bike, you know, biking. You you have to focus on those things. Yeah. So that's why when you go into a yoga class and there's the dude and the chick in the front and they're holding all the poses and doing the advanced versions of it. And I'm like, yo, no, I'm a beginner. I can't hold the tree stance for more than eight seconds. Like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't even know, I don't I don't even know which one that is. I don't know which it is. I just thought of something. I don't yeah, like want to say downward dog, but. Perfect. You know. Perfect. That's that's what I that's what we got cooking this week. Yeah, you know, I don't think it was a very busy week for me. I didn't really have much to say. I got, I got so much going on. We got I coming mean, up work wise. I got a lot going on. Oh yeah, life wise, it's, it's been pretty, pretty boring. Um, we'll have stories coming up from uh, wine tasting in Santa Inez next week, and then uh, head back out. Shit. Head back, back out to the concrete jungle on uh, on the twenty second. I'm, I am going to grab, I'm going to try and find a couple bags out there. I'm going to try and find some, they got, they have tons of coffee chains. Um, Pret, what do they call it? Pret-a-manger. It looks like a Pret manager. Pret a manager. Pret a manager. I guess like, it's, I guess it's pronounced Pret a manger. Somebody had yeah, said it. That's French. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it says Pret a manager to me. What is that? Manger is to eat, right? I, I'll, I'll if speak, I'm not mistaken in French. I'll speak Francais. I think it is. Um, but I mean, it's it's another Starbucks. You get lattes and coffees, and I have, I have no idea what kind of coffee they're brewing. So yeah, I don't want to go in there. But I would like to find, and I and I know they have them there because I see them walking all over the place. Um, some of the mom and pop coffee shops. I hopefully find uh, do a look up and find some local roasters. Pret a manger, ready to eat. Yeah, it's like an old movie. Well, ready to eat, but it's oh, I guess there is a lot of serve food there here. is a giant. Uh, I, now that I know what it's called. There's a big, there's a big uh, fr- refrigerator space. To you pull little sandwiches and all that stuff out. Yeah. Say, so what was that? Pret a porte, ready to go. That was a movie or something. Was it? Wasn't it? I haven't seen it. What the hell, man. Damn, why is our Wi-Fi working so good all of a sudden? 
You connect to my phone. Credit Porte movie. Never seen it. I haven't either. I think it was something about fashion. Mm. Uh, U.S. nineteen million dollars to make. Uh, shot on location during Paris Fashion Week with a host of international stars. Oh my god, that sounds incredible. So, Preda Porte. Oh, ready to wear. My bad. Ready to wear. Ready. Ready to bring. Add that. So you get. Uh, add that to the movies. I'm not going to say. All right. I might watch it tonight. Bet you will. Dude, who made it this far in this podcast? By the way, everyone. We had a lot of tangents. We might have started with nine million. We probably ended with like nine point one. Probably. Yeah. Along those lines, give me huge. It's probably. I can't wait to shoot up to the top of iTunes. They ain't ready for this. But uh, all right. We should have named this coffee and tangents. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just the tangent. Just, just the tangent. I like just the trip though. That's a oh, great me? one. You give away, giving away the trade industry hey, secrets. That one. That one's going to be it because I think we we'll have to grab that. Don't we? Oh yeah. We need to. Yeah. Well. We're, we get to control when this one goes out, so we'll already Exactly. Have. Sweet. Uh, another great week. Uh, thanks to my co-host, Gregor. Oh, for feels putting so it good down. people thank me. You're welcome. I respect that. Oh, damn, it's 1144. I do got to yeah. get in the cut. See? My daughter has a play today at 2 o'clock. Oh. Got to get up out of here. What's she playing? I don't, I don't even know what the play is, to be honest. I just know she's been staying at school till like 6, 37 o'clock at night. I don't like it. It's wild. All right. Take it easy. Stay sipping. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Just the Drip. You can follow us on social media at It's Just the Drip across all social channels. Please feel free to DM us with any roasters, local roasters, any coffee you think we should try. Hit us up on email. Send us a DM. Carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. Let us know. And thank you for listening.